Hey, Amir, we see you back there. <laughs> Welcome, welcome to Conversations with My Cuz. I am Shayla Shay. And it is me, your girl, Michelle, with the one L. And I'm Brother Love, DJ Big Ra. <laughs> in the building, in the building. All right. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's been seven whole days. Okay. Oh, shit. You can, you can sing. <laughs> it's yours, though. It's yours. <laughs> so, what's, what's going on, Rod? What you chewing on? You hungry? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, my so goodness. goodness. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I had a busy, busy weekend. Two parties last night. Had a great time. Shout out to um Johnny Bowtie. My man DJ Zai was there. DJ Storm over at that old bar. First party was a 90s party. We just had a great time. Um, shout out to Coffee for helping me, you know, get that booking and dealing with, you know, the clients. So it's busy. I nice. just got in. Nice, nice, nice. Not to mention nice. all the tequila I drink. But how was y'all weekend, though? Well, it wasn't filled with tequila, I could tell you that. <laughs> At all. But you go At right all. ahead, okay? At all. That is it. No tequila for me. I'm drinking water. Water. I want to take a toast. I want to say that this is, uh, I don't know if I did this last week, but I'm excited about this weather and this summertime and just showing up. Finally. Right? Uh, Finally. It feels Whoa. like it's really happening. Yeah, shout out to the weather. I, w I went to a night, had a nice brunch. Shout today out to the weather. Like person. We, now, shout out to the weather. The weather was beautiful. <laughs> I had a chance to stop and see the game. A little upset. My feelings hurts. The Bucks lost. But, hey, Giannis will get him again next year. But had a couple drinks. Got back here in time. We here. All right. Well, shout out to the. We gonna toast to the weather. Good weather. Spring shout out to the weather, up. baby. Damn, Spring we here. showed up. <laughs> <laughs> so besides your DJing all weekend, what else has been going on? What's trending? Oh man, listen to this. Uh sad news, lady. Sad news. Um, uh, I guess a man drove two hundred miles to find a, a Pacific a hood in Buffalo. Mm. It was an African-American community. He uh, shot and killed 10 people. I believe three people survived. But the crazy part about this story I was reading was he put he had a um, a, a camera a, um, camera on his helmet, and he right. streamed live to Twitch, and yeah. he started in the parking lot. So he shot three people in the parking lot. Three of them were killed. Then, the, then he turned around and shot one more person, walked into the store and shot another nine people so a total of 10 died and the other three um they had lived and out here they're fighting for their lives as well you know 18 year old child 18 year old child 18. who had a vendetta he said he this is what he planned to do and it was to target our community and he drove 200 miles to do it and um what i also saw i did see a video today that he actually went to shoot a, a white guy and realized he was a white guy and apologized to him and didn't shoot him 
and shot somebody else. And shot someone just else. Black that people. Was just black just people. Just black people. So, yeah, and you I know mean, our crazy. prayers go out to the families, though everybody affected because I mean it affects us as a community. So we're all affected by something like this, and it's it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. It's yeah, really and you know what's what's sad about this is I just read that at the arraignment, he had the nerve to plead not guilty. How what? On, a, on a video cam? You're on a video cam on Twitch tweeting uh you know streaming out to the world that all of a sudden you're pleading not guilty this is mm. crazy and another thing i want to point out too i don't want to sound negative but i don't understand how people like george floyd could be killed by the police and didn't do nothing to nobody and this guy didn't get killed he didn't get, he didn't get shot no get they shot. told him to put the gun I mean, down and he and he complied no, he had the gun. He had the gun. He put the gun down. So Yo. they didn't. Somehow. Like I said, you make it so clear. now, if now you know, we always we don't want to see anybody die. We don't want to see anybody get killed. But we know that that situation would have been completely different if it was the black person that was doing the shooting. He would have never made it. He right. would have been shot they on sight. Away. It would have been no having a conversation um nothing it would have been done he would have been dead and that's what we would have been talking about today how the gunman was killed as well right it's crazy i mean i'm trying to figure out really what is this world coming to is trump going to get reelected? <laughs> oh my god oh my god then there was another and shit that, today i heard in houston or something at a flea market i don't even know the logistics on that one i just heard that i just was reading that before we even came went on so it's, it's just a lot going on a lot of it is like where where are we failing when it gets to a situation where a young person at 18 has so much malice in their heart towards a community of people to the point where you travel away from where you live to with the intent to just kill as many people as you possibly can yeah, yeah yeah it's crazy because he was he hate he hate he hated us basically mm -hmm. and then you say he had nigger on his gun or something like that right he did have he did have they they believe that um and i guess they still have to confirm it that the gun had nigger written on it and the number 14 and 14 is a number that is associated with white supremacy wow wow right wow it's just just sickening and it's saddening it's it's sad and um i don't know we just i don't know i don't i, I don't know i just don't know i want to pray for the families i mean we as a community have a lot of um healing to do right just fixing the yeah. minds of people and that's really what it is so healing um, the, the healing is ongoing it just never stops because we're always right. healing from something because there's some trauma that's affecting us absolutely Always. and it's just awful and um again my prayers go out to those affected to the families and you know involved and um just hope that things get better right yeah that's okay. just that's terrible i mean honestly that's just crazy i wanted to take a moment to shout out the chat because we didn't say hi to the chat i know we have some people in here i'm sure you know there are quite a few people that have um you know strong opinions and feelings about this entire thing so shout out to the chat i also want to shout out to um the our streaming sources of twitch 
unfortunately, the platform that this young man did yeah. use, right? Um, Spotify, we are on YouTube, um, IG, Facebook, iHeartRadio, Blue Rain Radio. So um, shout out to all of our um, listeners and viewers out there as well. Right, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Shout out to the chat. And I think it's time. What time? It's time. It's time. It's time. What's time? It is time for Let Me Ask My Cuz. <laughs> Let me ask my cuz. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Hey, go. I never have anything to add to that. Just ahead and move. <laughs> Y'all like my skills, the, the beatbox, y'all? No. I just want <laughs> you to stop that. <laughs> I thought I was getting better. No. No. Just yeah. singing, okay? All right, just, just sing. About the moon, moon and, and the moon and the moon and the All right. I'm going to stop the beatboxing on the table, but you know I used to do that in, back in the day. Please. You know? Okay, I don't want to tell. I'm the old shit story. Okay. So, <laughs> my cousin. My cousin. So the topic, which is very funny that we had um, talked about, right? It really kind of streams right into the um, topic that Rob brought up, which is, are we born with racial prejudice or do we learn it? Mm. Um, I believe it's learned behavior. Um, okay. I, don't believe, I don't believe that you're born a racist unless you're born into a family that's racist. It is, mm -hmm. it is learned from your environment, from your upbringing, because I'm quite sure not to bring it back to old boy. I bet you if you were to find out who his parents are, who his family are, he get it from them too. He got it from them. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm not just gonna look at it from just um, one side of it all. I think just period, not just white people. And black well, people I mean, technically say black people can't be racist, but I think that that hatred begins at home mm -hmm. of the opposite race. Well, in any community, right? It does begin. I don't think as you're born with it. I don't know how you could be born racist unless you're born into it. Okay. Uh, what you think, Ra? I believe it's, it's definitely it's definitely learned behavior. But the the thing is too is that we all do got to understand that um, you know, people are different and they raise different. So. I don't know if it's, it's, it's really like people are, you know, we're different. Like we're from different areas. We feel a way about things. We assume things about other people. So I don't know if that we could really honestly say, you know, it is learned behavior, but what do you do when you don't know people and you don't identify as, you know, you really don't identify yourself with them. You understand? Well, the, the problem is the hate. It's not even just right, that you right. don't understand. It comes from right. the hate, right? right? And and there are some situations where parents are not racist and their children turn out to be, right? Like, right. so what do you what do you think that comes from though? If I you're not that, raising, I, if, go ahead. I think it's society. I mean, you're like my my grandmother didn't, you know, we we weren't allowed to bring others at home you couldn't even be a bill collector and ring, knock on my grandmother's door <laughs> if you was too many shades too light right so but i didn't have that experience 
even though that was my grandmother's thing. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, it wasn't something that she forced. It was just, this is her, her situation, her beliefs. And my grandmother was born in the South in Greensboro, right. North Carolina. So her life experiences gave her a different point of view. Um, so there are some instances, right, where you, the family can be whole and children can be um, taught through society. Because from what mm -hmm. I understand from this young man, um, Peyton, that uh, did this horrible thing in Albany, is that he was influenced by things that he was watching on TV and social mm -hmm. media. And, you know, you Google enough things, then you can have a point of view skewed to a, a particular thing if you decide that that's what you want you know yeah so, I, don't, I don't i don't know i mean you can be influenced by what you see on tv but the level of hate that this boy had against black people i just don't know if that's from tv mm -hmm. or if something and, and white supremacy because if you're if you're screaming and spewing out white supremacy that don't come from tv that don't well, come from TV, in my, in my opinion. But well, you can have, I'm not saying that it always does, but there are situations where, you know, the gang gets a hold of your child and changes yes. your your upbringing, right? They, they take that thing that you have and, and they turn the child into something else. So that happens. But sometimes. the core of who they are is still there, though. Yeah, it doesn't stop people from being... Um, Unabombers and and going out and being martyrs and and blowing mm -hmm. themselves up in third world countries, right? It doesn't mean that the parents necessarily agree with that thought process, but if you get a child, someone gets into a child's head, which is very malleable, oftentimes, True. it can unfortunately put that child in a place where, you know, you find yourself standing in freaking parking lot of a top supermarket shooting people, right? Black people. Black people. Yeah, but you know, it's crazy because that that's also to me, I think it's a mental health issue too. Um, you know, when you have that kind of hate, you have, you know, you know, that 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 really is 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 you know, just really somebody that's out, out to lunch. Cause right, we all have thoughts. Out to lunch. You know what I'm saying? Out. So so lunch, okay. you know, we, we all have we all have thoughts. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Now you 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 can't tell me that you ain't never sat in your crib and thought of no devilish stuff to turn around and do. It's when you act on it. And and I've and, never planned a murder. Well, I will say this. I have thought that <laughs> don't judge me, okay? okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say go. that <laughs> there we go. I have thought that if I could just kill them and then bring them back to life. Mm. and be like, yeah, I see, now leave me alone, then I'm good with that. I, I had a friend in high school who will remain nameless, who was <laughs> um, severely picked on because of uh, complexion issues. And she had a plan and really was trying to recruit me and another one of my friends <laughs> in um, oh kidnapping and killing some one of the main people what? that what? I probably never told you I, that. I think I know who you're talking about. You do know who I'm talking about, but it was a whole plan about how we were going to watch them in Sherwood from off the roof of the supermarket on the corner of 57th and 99th Street. What? Remember when you used to be able to go up there and used to yes. be able to look over? 
So would sit there and watch to get the schedule of the person as they came out of their house. Understand me, not a, not a small thing. Get the schedule so that when they came across the street, grab them, kidnap them, and kill them. That's how angry she was. So what did you say? Obviously, I was not <laughs> with the program, you know. When she first said it, it was like, yeah, girl, I get it, yeah. And then it was like, the more you, you start eyeballing it from the side, like, this chick is serious. Like she was serious. So had like, you oh. been down, it would have went no, down. I was, I was many days, and this is the terrible part, many days I was sitting on the roof with her as she was watching the schedule. What? I surely was. That was my friend. I just didn't know we were going to kill her. You know, I realized at the time we was just watching, right? And then eventually it was like, well, let me tell you more of the plan. And I'm like, I can't come back up here no more. <laughs> but yeah. Now imagine has she fully executed this this plan yeah, to kill all she needed was you the, to the largest it antagonizer and, she, and she'd have been saying shay was with me right exactly had you co-signed it it would have went down and, and we wouldn't have would thought about it <laughs> i would have right? been having a conversation with my cuz behind bars yeah it would have yeah. been letters we'd have been writing <laughs> we'd been writing conversations yeah, but it's sad because really this is not a woman a young lady whose parents were even thinking about that it was things that had happened to her as a child that put her in this frame of mind and thankfully nothing happened but that's not always the case right because so, back then so we, we didn't have the means we didn't have the means but we're talking yeah. about a society where you could actually make that happen and there yeah. are enough examples of young men and people who are out to lunch who have done this kind of thing so out to lunch out to lunch it's very true though couple sandwiches short of a picnic hell yeah <laughs> so it's definitely mental illness involved but you know i mean we'll see what happens with this guy what is he gonna get i'm gonna he's gonna plead insanity well i hope that um go to a mental institution and he's gonna go to a mental institution and that's and he'll be out in a few years I think that's the other sad part of it is that we don't seem to ever be able to get justice right. in the court system even after it happens. It would be a different thing if you could say, I know that he's never going to see the light of day, but we, right. we don't have that. We don't have and that. It's on, and it's on video. You can see what happened. So there's no way to say it didn't happen because you can see it. You can look Absolutely. it up. Absolutely. So yeah, it's, um, it's unfortunate, but I'm, I'm praying for complete justice. Um, we're not, this is not a, New York is not a death penalty state. And, you know, so that's not going to happen. Well, there's street justice. So there's that. But I ain't wishing nothing bad on nobody. I'm just saying. <laughs> you already said it. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, you know, my thing is, I wonder if this young man's parents are going to be held accountable. Because where did How? he try to get the, because I, 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 what is the legal age to acquire a weapon? You don't remember that killing in Connecticut and mm -hmm. uh, when the guy shot the school up? They mm -hmm. locked the parents up for murder. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know what the situation I mean, he's, is. He's, he's 18. A minor. He's, well, that's not an adult. No, it isn't. But who's to say? But, that, but that's not a well, Yeah, that's true. Right? Right. But uh, that's interesting, too, that the parents could be held accountable. What Now that this is... And then we've had many of these situations. But how do you all feel about... Um, owning your own guns 
Does that in any way, I, I don't know about you, Ra. Or, well, or we're not going to discuss that on there. Well, no, the question is whether or not you think that as black people, should we arm ourselves? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Because Absolutely. especially now, I just was talking to TJ today and, um, you know, he's out there in Texas. So, you know, TJ has guns and he's like, I'm going to get more. And he's telling me that somebody just got shot right in front of him yesterday. You know, the thing is, is in New York City is one of the only cities in the country that guns are illegal. It's illegal to carry a gun in New York City. It's a felony and it's sad because I think this is why so many people are getting shot and killed. I think if everybody had the right to bear arms, then you, you might think twice about wanting to shoot at somebody because you get shot back at Mm -hmm. Yeah, Tanoa in the chat said that she's scared of guns, right? And I and I could say that, for me at least, it comes from not having access or use of it, right? right. And understanding. I mean, obviously they kill, but so do cars, right? That's um, true. It's about educating yourself, learning how to shoot, learning the mechanisms of a gun, and and then keeping something in a very safe way. So I never used to feel that way, but I, I, the older I get, the more I feel like um, I, it's something that I'm leaning towards. Absolutely. Myself. Absolutely. And um, it, I don't have nothing against one and I need to have one. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel. I mean, I know it's illegal, but I'm not saying I'm doing illegal, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Well, you know, with Tom, you want to be an emotional and everything. Oh, oh y'all might make emotions. <laughs> Since you want to go there, speaking of I'm emotions, just saying. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that you said? Uh, men are logical and women are emotional. That's what it is. That's what you said. I ain't going That's straight away from that. I know you're not. I know you're not. But this is going to bring us into our conversation for today. Oh, um, as you can see, the okay. topic is raising boys to demonize their emotions. Oh, I got um, something to say, too. Yeah, we know you got something to say, but we also have a guest that we're going to bring on that also got something to say. No, I love company. So, <laughs> so we are going to welcome to the show, Brother Amir. <laughs> Amir, Hello, welcome, 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 welcome. How y'all doing? Good evening. How's everybody? We are been in the back. Good evening. Good evening. Great to see you guys. Good to have you. No, no. It's good to be here. Thank you guys so much for adding me to the conversation. I really appreciate it. So yes. thank you. And we certainly want to get another perspective. Amir, oh, what up, brother? How you doing, baby? Welcome to the show, baby. Welcome to the What's show. Going on, you, got you, company, you, gotta watch him. you gotta watch him. He's trying to be your friend. He's trying to be your friend. What's going on? Yo, man, I can relate. He doesn't even well, know what he's talking about yet. Yeah, so I was having a conversation with another with another brother, and he was talking about how boys are raised to demonize their emotions. And I thought that was an interesting thing because as women, we end up having to deal with these men once they get to that adult stage where they are emotionally disconnected and so forth and so on. So now we have to deal with these emotionally disconnected men. So we're just trying to get a perspective, a male perspective on... Not that Rache's doesn't count. No, his does count, but also a multiple male perspectives on it. And where does that come from? What? Why do you do, think do that you is? Agree. And do you agree with that? To, right. In, to, to, in some instances. 
you know, um, obviously this is a multi-layered uh, question, but um, giving some simple answers to the question. First and foremost, um, we have the ideology, like you said, that emotions is demonized, but emotions are demonized not in boys, it's demonized in men. Um, you know, when you're growing up, uh, for the most part, we spend so much of our time hearing things like, don't cry, you're a man, be strong, and you know, all these nefarious things that we say to our young people, not understanding that there are uh, things that go along with it. Words have power. So when young people hear stuff like this, we then internalize it in specific ways. But the biggest thing about it is it then translates over the course of their life. So if you're hearing this as a young person, by the time you hit your teens, you're still in that headspace. By the time you hit a grown man, you're still in that headspace. What tends to happen for you ladies is it's not the guys on emotional because I know, and just speaking for myself, I know I watch certain movies or you know look at certain things and I tear up when I see certain things that resonate with me. The problem is we have also put ourselves in a situation where we tell and or make people feel bad about being in touch with themselves. Mm. And the reality of it all is everybody should be, not only men, not women, everybody. You should be able to take a moment, internalize something, process it, and then share that hopefully with friends and family or the people who you're closest to. But we live in a world where we start picking on each other to the story that you know you guys were sharing just a minute ago, uh, Lashay in particular about her friend from high school. When you're getting picked on, when you are traumatized by something, and this tends to happen to so many of us, but when you're traumatized by something, you let it manifest itself because you never dealt with the trauma. So it becomes a trigger. So it goes from a trauma to a trigger. Right. And so many of us are walking around with traumas, with, with triggers and traumas that is scary, but it stems all the way back from childhood to adulthood because you never dealt with the childhood bully. You never dealt with the people in class who picked on you. You buried it. And in your mind, you said, I'm good until you go someplace and somebody does the same things that they used to do to you when you was young. And then you flip out or people think you flipped out. You're not flipping out. You just never address anger. that issue. That's right. It comes out of yes. Um, there was a, so, a comment so, in the chat. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Amir. So, so I think that, you know, again, what we're up against is literally um, so many of us are finding ourselves in situations and uh, young men in particular where in some cases, obviously, we're raised in um, single parent homes. So that means you tend to be around maybe your mom, you tend to be around your aunts and, you know, some of the female members of your family a little bit more than some of the male members, just because. So you tend to act and or respond to the energy that you're around. So if you're around more right. women than you are men, there is a tendency to possibly mm. take on that energy. You're not doing it on purpose. It's just because that's all you know. That's all you've been able to be around to our guys who are fortunate enough to have male figures around, whether they be your father, whether it be uncles, whether it be, you know, just male um, in general in your neighborhood, you tend to kind of gravitate towards that, especially if they're giving you positive reinforcement. Too much of what we do to each other, and this goes for everything, is negative reinforcement. So when you are constantly in a perpetual state of neg negativity, then you respond to what you're used to. So really why we're seeing you know, our young people or young men in particular in this space is because of the negative reinforcements that they're receiving versus positive reinforcement. That's Agreed. interesting. Agreed, because this is what I was explaining to them when we had the production meeting that I feel um, men are, are kind of raised to, to, to think logical. 
men are more logical. They, they, their thinkers, they're, you know, we're, we're not as emotional as women. So sometimes when, when the man up comes, I think at times you do need to tell men to, uh, you know, young boys to kind of man up, try to get over a couple of things because that's what life is. Now, should you raise to, um, would I raise my son to not be in contact with his emotional feelings? No. I think that comes to communication. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. that's the way I really look at it. I, I believe it's more with communication versus it, it is men being realized, you know, to, um, you know, deal with the emotions. But I, 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 I am a force of, like I said, like you said, more of the positive reinforcement. Yeah, you can't run around here and cry and do these things. And these are the reasons why. If, if you have an issue, then instead of crying about it or whatever the case may have been, discuss it. That's what I think man up is. I think it's okay. just the communication. Okay. Wait, before you but I have a, I have something to bullshit. We have before you go, Shay. I want to um bring Justice on to the conversation because he's in the back. Hey so, Justice. Bring him on. Welcome, Justice. Hey Justice, hey, welcome Justice. to the show. Join the conversation. Everybody say hey to Justice. Hey to Justice. Hey, Justice. Another guy. This Justice is my as you can see, the conversation has the conversation has is he muted? Okay, un unmute yourself, Justice. There All right. As you can see, the conversation has already started. So as I was telling the our audience that the actual conversation that we're having stemmed from my conversation with him, with Justice. So this is mm -hmm. why we're having this conversation today. And um, go ahead and make your point, Shay, and then we're going to get Justice's point of view. On I don't remember point. anymore. I, but what I was going to say to Rashay, though, I did have something to say to Rashay about. I know you do. Yes, yes, I do. About telling boys not to cry and telling boys to man up, and in in that was you know in that in that way, what is that actually teaching them though? Like. I mean, you know, I'm not a man. You guys are men. So you guys can give me a better viewpoint on that because shut up, don't cry. Because as I'm, I will say this as a single mother, that was something that I told my boys. And I do see the effect that it has on them today as adults. Mm -hmm. Right. But I, I think you missed what I said. I said, okay. yeah, but instead of crying or getting into that bag, express yourself. Let's talk about what's wrong. Don't just okay. sit there and cry. That's what man okay. up to me means. But like you said, it's the positive reinforcement that has to come out to show them you have to do it with love. You know, brother love does everything with love. You understand what I'm saying? So you have to do it with love and a positive force. But okay, yeah, you do need okay. to tell men, you know, be clear on, try to be clear on your thoughts instead of breaking down emotionally and communicate. Everything comes down to communication. Okay. okay. Well, let me ask Justice a question since you just came on. Um, as far as what uh, our DJ was just sharing, what do you think about men that cry? Is it a, a, a place? Because what I'm hearing from, from him is that that's not the right way to do it. If you're crying, then you need to then take it and express it and, and hold the tear or don't. So I, I wanted to just hear your thoughts on that. Um. I have several, but I will start with we we tell young boys not to cry because we want to raise um, problem solvers. We don't want to raise our boys to accept things and just roll with the punches. And if you're crying about something, you're not actively trying to correct whatever is bothering you. So on one side, that makes sense. 
to a degree, but it also dulls us down to being that being in a connection to our emotions because we're so yeah. heavily focused on well, what you gonna do about it? Because if I go to my dad and I tell my dad something is bothering me, he's always gonna ask me, well, what you gonna do? Right. What's the mm-hmm. next action? You don't sit there and and wallow and sit there and and feel the emotion. You got to react, you got to respond, you got to do something. And when mm-hmm. we grow up and we have that approach with our queens, that's the main thing they have an issue with. I don't need right. you to solve my problem. <laughs> I would right. like to feel my problem. You know what I'm saying? Sympathize. Okay. And so then to go back Sympathize, to what the brother yes. was just saying about logic versus emotion, like emotions for a woman trumps all the logic. And logic for a man trumps all emotion. So at the end mm-hmm. of the day, whatever I'm feeling got to make sense. And okay. for a woman, she holds on to the emotion of it. It's not what you did. It's how I felt while it was happening. And that can mm-hmm. supersede the facts of the case. All the discovery can be trumped by the emotion behind something that happened. So, okay. you know, we, we're so not we come to the table very differently about trying to resolve an issue right, right? and then there's on, a breakdown and understanding one second hold on because we having a problem with um sound could y'all brothers turn down your computer sound a little bit because there's feedback coming into the uh into the uh back into the broadcast okay. i'm sorry go ahead shay I don't know what I was saying. You know, you can't interrupt me. My ADA <laughs> right in. Like, you know, you can't stop me. I'm sorry, can but I, we had a lot of static. Can I can I just say this? I think that um, you know, there are a couple of things here. I think first and foremost, I think sometimes we convolute a lot of things by trying to compartmentalize everything. So, for instance, it's been said so far thus far that women are a lot less logical than men. I don't necessarily agree with that because in all fairness to my gentlemen who are here on the panel with me tonight, you ever piss a woman off and see how logical she gets? So that's why I don't agree with that. I I think that what what happens is in the moment, there are some emotions tied to things and you know she's trying to process it and this and and the third. And to be honest with you, that's really what we should be doing as well. When you're emotional about something, it had a profound effect on you, obviously in a physical way, which means you should take a moment and really think about it and see how or why this affected you the way that it did. After processing said emotions, then to Justice's point, yes, then you start looking for solutions and trying to figure out exactly what you can do to fix it. But I think that's part of the problem. We keep trying to compartmentalize things in a lot of different ways to make each group feel specifically okay about what we say. And that's part of the problem. The The fact that you get emotional about something doesn't make you weak at all. The, in all fairness, it means you actually care. You have empathy, you have sympathy, which are traits and things that we should all hopefully have. Absolutely. We don't necessarily cater to it enough because everybody's of the mind frame of the mindset of being selfish and or feeling as though only what you feel and what you think is the only opinion that there is mm-hmm. when there are billions and billions of people on this planet yes. so how could you think Absolutely. that only what you think and feel is the end all the be all right now i bring that to the conversation tonight because as i've listened to the various lives that i'm thankful to participate in and hear the various you know points and opinions that's what i come away with 
our ability to, uh, and I'm just going to jump in this realm for just a quick second. This is what happens when you don't deal with your emotions. Everybody, you know, we talked probably to nauseam about the Will Smith situation. The Will Smith situation happened because you had a gentleman who for most of his life has been thought of and perceived in a certain manner. And the interesting thing about that is he's not soft, obviously. You're talking about a gentleman who was rich, lost it, got rich again, and then became the biggest box office dude in the history of the game. So obviously he had a game plan and knew some stuff. But I bring that to the conversation because what tends to happen is people who are seemingly docile or quiet to Lachey's point about the story she told about her friend. They're not soft. They're protecting you because a lot of times those people who are calm and quiet like that, they know what their wild side or their crazy side looks like. You don't. So that's why they kind of like, I'm just going to ask you to calm, calm down and leave me alone. alone. We tend to, I'm going to keep poking the bear. When you keep poking the bear, the bear will either poke back or bite you. So I, I, I caution everybody, you got to utilize these various points of views to really look at each and every one of your friends, family, your kids, all of that, and start putting those things in perspective. So when you're dealing with them, you have better tools to deal with the situations. We can't just keep compartmentalizing and saying this broad stroke is for all this and for all that. Right. It's a case by case study. Agreed. We got to do better have, with the case by case study. Agreed. I totally agree. I have a question though. To um, to suppress emotions, doesn't it take emotion? And anybody can kind of jump in on that. Say that again. To suppress an emotion, doesn't it take an emotion? Do y'all agree yes. with that? Or yes. So you know, yes. which is anyway. why I said you can't. You can't always, you know, believe that a suppressed emotion or somebody who appears to be or not be, you know, dealing with something isn't emotional because. At the end of the day, we just process emotions differently to right. something that you guys spoke about earlier before any of us got on, which is our ability to have things happen around us. That's where you get your learned behaviors from, from your family, from your friends, right. from the people around you. Mm-hmm. As you go through those processes, mm-hmm. then you start putting those things in your toolbox for how you handle things. Right. Right. So Agreed. the other thing is, is that when we had this talk, I was explaining to the young ladies that also, I feel like men try to avoid dealing with emotions because we can't handle emotions the way women can. And I believe that that's one of the reasons why Will Smith flipped out because he was at that emotional point. And I think, guys, I think just men, it's, it's hard to handle certain, you know, especially when it comes to the emotional thing. And I think men try to really, really don't want to go in that bag because it's it's a rough bag for a man to be in. And I mm-hmm. I feel like women are much more emotionally stronger than men. We didn't uh, agree with him when we had I, no, like we, I said, we didn't agree. Just so you know our point of view, right? Well, like he was trying to explain. Well, look at Will Smith. That was clearly an emotional breakdown. But but I want to add to what you were but, saying but about the, really quick, really quick. As far as men not being able to handle their emotion, why can't they handle their emotions? Where does that come from? Since you're saying that men are not capable of doing so. Right. That comes from somewhere. They don't just wake up today and say, okay, I can't handle my emotions. It I don't comes know. From somewhere. I, they don't have any experience handling right, it, right? Because right? well, it's suppressed. I, Go ahead, Justin. We were talk, you were just talking about suppressing 
of an emotion takes emotion mm -hmm. but i'm i'm suggesting that as boys we began ignoring those emotions altogether mm -hmm. we just okay. we ignore it and we avoid it you know me being in the middle school teaching the kids is mm -hmm. why i just just started playing in in my mind of where where does it start at because i see it in middle school already and i have one i have a couple kids who are players you know they got four or five girlfriends and one kid wants it to be okay he only has one girl and then he might move from one young lady to another but you know he like that's my old lady and they pick on him about it and they mess with him and then you have one kid who has five girlfriends and if any dude talk to any one of them he's gonna fight the dude and i'm like this is the most toxic male i've ever been yes. around and he's 15 years old and i don't know i don't know where he saw that that's how you respond to emotions but for him he just won't fight about it she moved on you got another girlfriend you moved on but she can't move on and so i i've been trying i've been racking my brain i talk to them i have real live sessions with them twice a day where i try to pick their brain and figure out how they come to these how they come to this and i don't know um but he doesn't like the girl but he won't let her have a life and then they um they ran a prank on him and they 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 all got in cahoots and got on social media and said the girl got shot and they call him wow. and they were telling him wow. oh so and so got shot you know this man is crying wow. and they got him they recorded him crying and they showed me mr lewis we got him we got him because I, I always told him you love that girl and it's okay man it's okay to love her if that's what it is you know keep your hands off her but you love her you love her you have feelings just own up to it no nah, man right. no nah, it ain't like that because of what he's afraid his other friends are going to say but i don't mm -hmm. know i don't know when that got to it you're right. only 15 you know what i'm saying right and, so, and that 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 has a lot to do with being honest right being able to sit with yourself and be honest about where you are emotionally and like rob was saying that women handle it better i disagree i think that maybe we just are able to say what it is more often than men right we are able to sit back and say i'm scared or i'm unsure or you know whatever it is i'm hurt right that's not an easy thing for a man to say and then to sit in it right and then amita you made that point and what i was going to say i now remember it's now 10 minutes later but <laughs> <laughs> for me um tears are actually um cleansing right if something happens as a for me personally crying is the first thing that i do because all of it is so heavy that it comes out as tears. And when I'm done crying, I can think. Sure, woman. So I need that, right? And that, to me, it's always been something I've said is unfortunate that men don't have that same thing. They don't, yeah. they're not able to just sit and cry about it, cry it out, and then let's go fix it. But some right. do, though. But see, I, I, I believe there, I believe some men do. Some, mm -hmm. right, some men do. My thing is what confused me with the whole thing with the ladies is part of that is communication. Men being able to communicate. I don't I don't think it's more or less of what you're saying when a man says he's scared. A man can realize he's scared 
and but he doesn't have to he might not communicate with you yeah. that would be to me more of a communication issue than an emotional issue see that's i agree coming to the relationship though because a scared man in a relationship is going to bring that if you're not bringing it into the relationship your whole self and whatever the situation is maybe you may not say i'm scared you may not right. use those two words with no a on the end but if you're not bringing that into the relationship you're manifesting it in a different way you're either shutting it off right locking right. that woman out of your life you're not able to say what's going on and then that there's the breakdown in having a whole wholesome relationship so what does a woman do you can't drag that out of her I think there's I think there's two things first of all to uh justice at the bottom let me address what he said about the young people especially at the junior high school level I think partial in part one of the things that we're up against and you know we don't talk about this enough but there was so much there's so much influence that these children have now that we didn't have technically speaking. I'm not sure how yes. old everybody is on the panel, but there's there's so much more influence or influential things that these cat, kids have at their, at their disposal that we didn't have. So social media obviously is one. The music has changed. We grew up in an era where you had balance. So you had yeah. rob you music and you had music that said, hey, you're beautiful black king and queen and so forth and so right. on. That's missing now. I'll just That's put that out there. Thing. Let's not, you know, uh, negate the wonderful TV shows that to Justice's point, point to things that these kids then eat up. Basketball Wives, uh, these yeah. various hip hop rap shows. Yeah. Everybody's on it. It's called Basketball Wives, and only one chick on there is a wife. So <laughs> right. You got a lot of issues. You right. got a lot of things Free. to unpack. Free. But because of these things, these kids are totally encompassed in it. So in 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 that being their daily diet, if you don't speak to somebody or you don't have an outlet that kind of gives you some perspective, then you think to yourself, all that is said in those moments and all that's said in those songs and all that's said in those shows is the end all the be all. So that's something that we have to do a better job at. To get back to the point that you just made, Lachey, the real reason why it probably is so difficult at times for men to express themselves is because there are two things that come to mind for me personally. One, usually if you got a guy who's seemingly somewhat expressive depending on the woman he talked too much he's so i don't know if i really like him right. Right. i'm just saying i'm not i'm not saying that's everybody i'm just saying that's, that's something that, that that's that's something that you know guys go through and then the second thing is this in general one of the real caveats that you ladies have over men is the fact that y'all can be first of all communicate and expressive with one another the two gentlemen here on the bottom, Ra and Justice, I can't speak for them personally, but I know I can speak for myself. Guys don't really have outlets like that. Yes, we got the barbershop. Yes, we have other nefarious things, cigar bars and blah, 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 that we go to. But I'm going to be honest with you. We only talk about sports, cars, and nefarious other stupid stuff. Nothing deep, Very bro. rarely do men get together and talk about things that are truly emotionally they're attached to and or have an issue with because then in the eyes of these two gentlemen, I'm just taking them because they're here on the panel. Yo, know, Mia's kind of soft, man. I'm worried about him. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't sure that he's built for this. And I'm not saying that these two gentlemen think that way or even respond to their you know, partners that way. I'm just saying that these are the things that we're up against. So 
when you get a guy who's not necessarily great at communication, you get a guy who's not great at uh, responding. That's because he's in his own headspace. Excuse me. He's in his own headspace of trying to figure out exactly what to do and how to go about that. Because to something I said a little bit earlier, each situation requires a new set of rules and regulations as to how you're supposed to go about it. Because, for instance, if I'm talking to Lachey and her and I have great communication, I could share everything with her and I break up with her and I start talking to Michelle. Michelle, I don't want to hear none of that. So I don't know why. So we got to figure that part out. And for men, that's a slippery slope. So that's really why you get such a broad, you know, situation when it comes to that. So, you know, unfortunately from so many men, because we're not in a in a position where we do enough talking amongst ourselves, we do enough talking to ourselves, and we do enough working on ourselves to be able to communicate to you guys what you need and or want to hear. So that's really where that kind of comes from. I totally get that. You know, I, I, know that's you know, like I get that, yeah, for sure. A, a woman's a, 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 you know, an interesting person because a lot of the times, to me, it's like, they, they have wants and needs, and they feel like their needs need to be met. If they aren't met, they want to talk about it. And I think just with men, I learned dealing with a woman is really on the emotional side is pick your battles. Pick yeah. your time. Pick your time where you really want to respond. Pick your time where you really, really want to discuss your feelings. You understand what I'm saying? Because at, at the same time, it could be something on a woman's mind today and the next day that that thought process just isn't even there and that's why i say and i think even like lachey and michelle they, they're queens right they're very strong a woman can have a baby a woman can run a household take care of kids go to work and maintain a relationship with a man outside the house because she don't want that man over her kids that's a great thing for women men can't function that way we just don't. And like, I, and I feel, hold on. I feel when men, like I explained to them, is when men get emotionally heavy, they make mistakes in life and bad decisions. So a lot of times I ask every man, the darkest point in your life, when things were really bad for you, a lot of the times I find out that it's when you're in an emotional state. And my things, when I get emotional, sometimes I just stop. I don't make no decisions until I'll get okay. myself together. Yeah, and I think that that's the, the correct thing to do. And I, what you're speaking of, what it sounds like to me, is that when a man reacts emotionally is when they make the mistake, not because right. they're in emotional space. Right. right. But but react, saying, right. Because that can happen to women as well. Because if we react emotionally, that's when uh, tires get cut and windows bust. Well, yes, right. you know what I'm saying? When we react off of it, it's okay. I feel like it's okay to be emotional. But when you are reacting because of your emotions, then it turns into a whole different situation. Now, those emotions are leading you and causing you to do things that you wouldn't normally do if you were thinking logically. Right. But that's women, why... and men, women and men, not just men. No, no, see, no. See, you don't I, I think that women are logical. See, that's what we go for. Well, you're, right. you're not. We are absolutely logical. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, I don't agree. Uh, I need another opinion. I, I think women. I think women. Here's what uh, I will I say. Think, 
I think women women are logical. If we if we have to separate being vindictive and logic, then you can say a woman is is not logical. But yeah, women women are logical as well. It's just what over the overriding factor is oftentimes right. emotion. It depends on the situation. If they have if they have an but emotional, I don't know if they. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't know if there's an override. I think, you know, again, to something that I said a little bit earlier, we just not healing properly. And that goes for both sexes. It's not mm-hmm. it's not one sex versus the other. We're not healing properly from situations that we've been in and to our discredit amongst ourselves in general, not personal levels in general. We give some of the worst advice. Y'all mm-hmm. know this for a fact. Sometimes <laughs> women say to each other, girl. You got out from under one man, get under a new one. Yes. <laughs> you need to heal up. Guys, so we sitting around, we say stupid stuff to each other. Son, one door closes, another one opens. No, my dude, you need to sit down for a moment and think about exactly what happened, how and why you got to this position. We don't do enough of that. We give, When I say we give each other some of the most terrible advice, I'm, I'm always amazed because to Ra's point, I have the same conversations with friends and this and that and the third. And when you get to the barest essence, it is you didn't heal properly. Definitely. I got out, you know, I was in a bad relationship. I got out of it. And then, you know, I was out and about and I met somebody. It's okay to say, hey, I'm still not healed up. I'm working on myself. Absolutely. I got some things that I need to get ah. better at. In and including uh, communication, in and including understanding myself, we we have duped everybody into believing that. And it's funny because I had this conversation with a friend earlier today. There's this weird thing that we that they've done into making us all believe that ultimately relationships are everything. And I'm not saying that they're not. I'm not saying that if you find somebody you don't have, if you have a wonderful relationship, that's great. But what I'm saying is. From childhood, for my two beautiful queens that's here, y'all get Cinderella and uh, Snow White and all these dumb right. fairy tales that they hit you up with that say, hey, there's going to be this great guy who's going to come. He's going to make all <laughs> these wonderful things disappear and make your life be perfect and wonderful. And I'm not saying again that that doesn't happen. What I'm saying to you is you didn't go into that with the wait a minute. I need to be prepared for that by being the best version of myself I can be to get there. That's mm-hmm. the part that they don't teach you. So you right. go your whole life from childhood on into adulthood with that ideology. Now, what tends to happen is you meet Joe the garbage man. Tom, he works as security guard at, at Dollar Tree, but I'm not rocking with Tom the Dollar Tree dude because <laughs> what you call it from around the way, he's making bread and I know what he's doing isn't necessarily right, but it's a little danger in it. And I like a little danger in my life. So what I'm saying is, <laughs> We have all of these odd spaces that we get information from that we don't process properly. And then the biggest thing that we do once we get to adulthood, which bugs me out, is we don't go back over the course of a year, a month, whatever time frame you want to use to correct things and go to yourself. You know what? This doesn't serve me anymore. I probably need to either delete this, upgrade it, or figure something else out. We don't do enough of that. We still oh, trying to use ideologies down. that rock forth in 84. We in 2022. Do you realize how old that ideology is? And we do that. Right, I mean, it's funny, it's funny that you say that because I had to learn that one, people don't want to be alone. They're afraid to be alone. 
when when out to me when i became emotionally better it was when i said to myself you know what it could be a chance that i may be alone and accepted it right mm-hmm. then what happens is that's what started my healing process because now i learned how to live with myself as a man not with the wife not with the mother not with a girlfriend and once you have that where you can live with yourself and think for yourself and think clearly then you have a better chance at, at really handling your emotions a lot better that's mm-hmm. what i learned. i think that this conversation it, yeah. could go on and on and i it yes. is unfortunate that we um are not able to keep this going right we need to have this conversation more oh, often man, and in the chat point. it said we need to start having a different conversation absolutely but i, I want to thank both of you guys for coming on and um sharing your thought process getting the conversation started my hope is that those that are watching are, are doing the same continuing the conversation but before we go we ask all of our guests what is your personal affirmation that enlightens empowers encourages or entertains um amir uh, okay, so my personal affirmation. Um, I wake up every morning, and the first thing I do is obviously thank Allah for waking me up. But then I, I'm thankful for all of the immediate friends and family that I have. So I'm thankful for my grandchildren. I'm thankful for my lady. I'm thankful for my Pat, my mother. You know, so forth and so on. So that's the first thing I do as far as affirmations. Um, as far as enlightening and empowering, I do my best to try to feed my soul, feed my spirit with music and or things that give me a higher uh, vibration and enlighten me in ways that I may or may not have seen something uh, yesterday. And then the encouraging and entertaining part, I'm thankful to uh, people such as yourselves for allowing me to get on podcasts like this and uh, encourage and hopefully, you know, get people to, you know, see things a little bit differently and to move uh, differently. And then the entertainment part is, again, just being able to, you know, meet uh, amazing people such as yourselves and learn and uh, add those things to my toolbox. And then this, this way I can hopefully help somebody else down the line. Well, I'm thankful for you coming on. Absolutely. Justice, what is a personal affirmation that enlightens, empowers, encourages, or entertains? All right. Um, My nickname is Buck. Um, they call me Buck because that's for building universal culture. That's my science of life. And I feel like everybody is one conversation away from making a connection with somebody. And so I go out and I intend, and I'm very intent on learning from every conversation I have, even when I'm talking to my kids in in school. Like I approach knowing that I should leave this conversation having learned something else that's needed. Um, so for me, I just maintain my science of life, build a universal culture. It's, it's a universal culture that we all abide by, that we are all a part of. And if we focus on our likenesses versus our differences, we'll push the envelope forward, if only for an inch. Um, and for entertainment, as far as me, you know, I don't really get too emotional. I'm hard to read. Women tell me that all the time when I'm in relationships but i do write so i might not i might not cry i might not be yelling i might not look down my conversation sounds the same tone wise 
but what I write down has everything there. And mm. that's where I choose to okay. put, you know, my emotions. And okay. I think that's the thing that's missing from our youth and from men in general is that outlet. What does that outlet look like? Because like Amir said, when we get together, it's how your family, how your kids, they good. Okay, go on. We, we on to our regular old conversation, man. Good to see you, brother. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We don't I love deep, that. We don't do nothing to that. So that's it for me. Thank you, thank you guys so much for, for for joining the conversation today. And like Shay said, I hope that anybody that's watching walked away with something that they could use moving forward. And we you know we may bring you back on. You never know because we got to continue these conversations and having different conversations because it's necessary. Yeah, we need a little more company. I need some company. I need somebody that can relate. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, fellas. Thank you so much. I'm so appreciative. I'm so appreciative. Thank you, fellas. Yes, yes. You guys, next Sunday. So we're going to say goodbye to Justice and we're going to say goodbye to Amir. And before we end, you know, we do every show with the shellism. And that shellism is you don't have to control your emotions. You just can't let your emotions control you. See you guys next week. Peace and love. See you guys. I'm Team Remy's on DJ Big Rob. As we bring down the top of experience 2022, I'm bringing talent. I'm bringing Stiletto. I'm bringing Kenny Williams. I'm bringing DJ Warren, DJ Za, DJ Storm, DJ K Dog, and Uptown Zone. Jeff Frank. For more info, go to www.thebteamremy.com and you're drawing all up. Go to www.thebteamremy.com as we bring you all around. Five days, four nights, opening party in the sky. Check your day pool party, baggage party featuring Jeff Brand. All white by my arts comedy show. Special performance by RL. Yes, Big Rob's gonna be on the dance. And I'm bringing my cousins with me. Conversation with my cousins.